1: we're back we're black we're brown Mm-mm. ambition i wish y'all could see me like when i get the hands going it's giving it's giving auntie realness
0: yes <laughs> and i was just gonna say you are extra chocolatey today i'm seeing like the monochrome lip happening you're kind of blurry <laughs> but i feel like you have a little bit of bronzer on your eyelid i don't know i don't surprisingly but i literally woke up like this i have not even washed my face today this is oh shut up i take it back <laughs> But you look gorgeous.
1: <laughs> I mean, I put beautiful. a lip on. I was like, did you wash your face today TV? I'm like, you know what? I did not. Oh, I woke up and I
0: took off my acne patch at the last minute. So I was like, they're <laughs> probably gonna be able to see it. That's where I'm at today.
1: <laughs> Happy Brown
0: <and> Vision Wednesday. <laughs> How are you, Mandra? I am a little frazzled, but I'm doing good. I finally, finally, well, I don't even know if I can say finally. It wasn't like something that I was thinking about for a long time. But all of a sudden, I just had this epiphany last week. It's time for an admin. It's time for an assistant.
1: And the epiphany you know, you, you, you might- sound like, You sound like you're going to say, it's time for the percolator. You're like, it's, uh, time, it's for the... <laughs> time for the
0: percolator. It's not the percolator. <laughs> it's a twerkulator. <laughs> no, it's the percolator. Isn't
1: Girl, it the Girl, you your You're so young. So the original song is Time for the Percolator. So now they change it to the twerculator or whatever they're talking about. But oh. literally the original song is the percolator. And it's like, doo, 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 doo. some of y'all dancing to okay. it right now. You're like, it's that slide. Like, you know, you got to do the, it's time for the percolate, like side to side. And then you got to do your footwork. Like, it's a, you got me. It's a thing. You got me. <laughs> Just say,
0: okay, young blood, let me take you aside and teach you something. <laughs> I know. Because I was y'all, like, tw- twerculator, a percolator. Some for of y'all tea. ain't 40 and it
1: shows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> This is why you need
1: people of all
0: different, you know, ages and <laughs> yes. backgrounds, because look how much more educated I am.
1: Now you know that you will not embarrass yourself at the at the next family function.
0: <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, Lord. No, I'm a little, I'm a little frazzled. But I, I finally, I found a, a wonderful young woman to help me and be my admin, and okay. could not have be- had been at a better time because it seems like everything has been a little wackadoodle the past mm. week. Starting with the fact that somehow I managed to book. So I'm going to Atlanta for a thing, and okay. I managed to book two flights to Atlanta. No, so one day. Two weeks ago, I was like, "Okay, I finally got details. I'm gonna book this flight." And then five days went by, and I don't know what. I just forgot that I had done it, mm. and I was like, "Oh crap! I gotta book this flight. I gotta, you know, set my reminder." And then I booked another flight, and then I was looking at my calendar, and I'm like, "Why do I have two different options? One, and there are different <laughs> times leaving oh and gosh. different times arriving. Like the brain is just not, you know, where she needs How'd you to find be? her. So uh, referral." I have okay. a really great, I don't even know what to call Marisa. Marisa is my, she's someone that I met in my last job, and she has mm-hmm. become, I think I've talked about her before. She's sort of like my business budget Nista, is how I feel. So she and I actually talk every week and we we have both been launching our solo businesses at, at the same time. And so we just check each other. It's like we we just ended up having these weekly Friday calls. And Marisa ended up, I could talk about her all day, but she is this powerhouse professional PR rep. And she is on this mission to give black women opportunities in PR that they may not otherwise have. And we were talking about our sponsor WordTune. And and I really was meaning what we were talking about is how important written communication is. And if you do not have communication skills on point, it can really hurt you. But what so often happens is people who may have the writing skills, they may not have the professional like background or specific jobs in PR to get those opportunities. And they may be wanting to pivot, but it can be hard for them to pivot into that career. So Marisa is basically training and helping people who have those great communication, verbal skills, written skills, but they just need some training and coaching and how to do that in the context of public relations and comms. So anyway, so I was talking to Marisa. So she's like, it's time. And I said, I know it's time. And then she happened to be working with this young woman named Rox. So Hey Rox, I'm outing you as my assistant, but um I'm excited because literally before, 15 minutes before we started recording, I, my little brother tech uh, called me and he's all sound and haggard and I was like, "What's wrong, Alex?" because I'm staying with him in Atlanta because Atlanta is a COVID hellmouth right now.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, he's like, "Listen, I got the aches, I got the chills. I'm not fa- I'm fatigued." Meanwhile, oh, no. he has had COVID. He is vaccinated. Mm. So I just to be on the safe side, I'm I'm scrambling. I was I was like Rox, I, I got something for you. I need a hotel mm. and I have never needed to use the app Hotels Tonight more than
1: yes. <laughs> I need it now.
0: Wow. So. yeah.
1: So yeah, I would say, so here's some here's some unsolicited admin advice. Give it to me because um, I know you've been through them. Girl. <laughs> One or two or I've three. Had- or four. <laughs> Or seven. so So <laughs> oh, My team was like, is it you? I'm like, it's not me. I've had a lot of really awesome Are admins. Are you the so. drama? <laughs> but <laughs> no, but what I've, what I learned with admins one, it actually like whatever, like give her like a general name because it's unlikely that rocks will be with you for like the next 20 years. You know, you just never know. It's possible, but you never know. So, you know, my admins name is her, her real name is Rose, but y'all who've ever emailed me professionally or otherwise, it's always Michelle. Whether I've had admins named Sylvia, Leah, um, Roseanne, Rose, Talatha, um, Lytta, Candice. I just had so many <laughs> different admins. and But so either like way, in the in inbox.
0: Rhonda, Sharonda.
1: Sharifa, <laughs> Char- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Molly, <laughs> Vicky, Thomas. About <the> three Kims. <laughs> all, right, all right, DMX. No, but for real. So, so that's always a good idea. Because it just helps to, like, with continuity, like, Mm. you know, as your brand grows. So that's one. Um, Yes. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, just, like, honestly, open communication is always key. I I believe, just this is just in general with, like, teams and whatever. What I've gotten really, like, good at um, is, like, I want my admin to think, what would Tiffany do? So in the beginning, you know, we we talk all the time. As As I'm giving her instruction, I like to give her the backstory. So I'm like, so for example, I'm like, um... You know, let's just say something for Brown Ambition that you've emailed me. So I'm not just like, oh, just let Mandy know, yeah, Wednesday's fine. I'm like, so Mandy's my friend, but we have a podcast to de- together, but we're actually really friends. And then, so it's important because when she emails you, that way it doesn't sound all formal, like, hello, Mandy Woodruff. Oh, yes. Mandy Santa. You know, <laughs> <Miss> Woodruff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, actually, why not? Let her, let her, <laughs> let him, uh. I'm like, just is my hey girl. Anyway, tell them I'm very busy. scary and that. <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid of me.
1: <laughs> so um, so I just think yeah. that, like, yeah, with admins, well, with anyone anyway, but especially admins, like, you know, giving them kind of like, I call it the soap opera, like, you know, you're like, okay, so this is my favorite show. So that's Marcus. So Marcus really likes Vanessa, but Vanessa does not like Marcus because it really helps her to make, like, wiser, more holistic choices when I'm not as, you know, as present. And so that was it, honestly. And um, But honestly, don't be afraid, too, because – it doesn't take. It took me a long time to realize it doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine where I've had admins that weren't a fit and kept them for a year and drowned instead. So now I'm like, no, you know, like there was an admin that we had recently and three days in I was like, yeah, this is not a fit. And then within a week I was like, you know, we wish you well, but this is not a fit. I'm not doing that anymore where I'm going to suffer for a year when something's not a fit. They might be a fit someplace else because we've had admins who've been on the team and now they work on another team, you know, because it was a better fit for them there um and then just some people who weren't just a um, a culture fit at at all but yeah like you know because it's such a critical like my COO Karen is my right hand I tell him and I told Rose you are my left hand like you are like the you might you know if Oprah emails me you'll see it before I do so like you know like admin sounds like too small a word to encompass I'm you're stressed out literally like a <laughs> <laughs> no, do you want to be that,
0: on watch when Oprah emails Tiffany? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd be like, I Jesus. would be like, how does email work again? <laughs> what do I do? No, because we get some cool stuff that comes through, and I'm like, you know, so it's yeah. exciting, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes people are like admin that seems like beneath beneath me, and I'm like, no, sis, like, oh, your role is so critical. Nah. Yes, it's so critically important.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can come up, executive assistant, whatever you want to call it, human roll of duct tape, just fix all the things. <laughs> you know what it I mean? Fix-
1: all. <laughs> All the teams yes.
0: No. that. Thank you. Thank you. I think that for me, I learned I made a lot of mistakes running a team and building a team and working with assistants in the past. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made was not being able to articulate what I needed. Mm. And I actually still do this from time to time. We were just in St. Louis visiting my mom and I'm just not used to having help. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I have a husband, but like you know, they're not really. I know. Um, <laughs> he has a wife. <clears throat> so let's that? just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom, I'm running around, and I'm just like stressed out. It's the first day we're there. You know, we've thirty, we've survived a thirty-hour road trip, et cetera. And it's, our, I'm trying to still work, and I'm running around Rio. We have to like give him allergy medicine. We're looking for like one of those little syringes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no one knew. I'm running around with a chicken, like a chicken with its head cut off, and I'm just like, I have this deadline, and I'm in my head, in my head. I'm just like, why isn't my mom more helpful? Like, why isn't she just like seeing what I need? And she's and she stopped me, and she's like, I can't help you if you don't tell me what you need. And I was Aww. like, uh, I need a syringe. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, this one. And she had anyway. So. For me, and that's anyway, so me with me and Rox, it's going to be all about, you know, I had I did some introspective like thinking about what do I need and what are some tasks and all of that so that I'm not just bringing someone on who has no direction. Yeah. But, you know, all in. Yes, I hope I I, Rox has a cool career of her own and, you know, has her own business. And it's almost like she has two bosses because she also works with Mm. Marisa. And she knows, mm. like, you know what I mean? I kind of like that. I'm like, yeah. If, if Maurice is on the phone and I'm just like, hang, hey, you know, I'm your boss now. just like hang up
1: on Maurice. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm the captain but, now. I'm the captain Make sure she creates while she's there like an SOP, right? A scope of work. Like what? Like and We got sick. She's yes, about good. that business. I had one good. over the weekend. Yes. That, no, that's excellent. I'm telling you, we have, we have Loom calls. I don't know if you guys use Loom. Not calls, but like Loom is like these recordings that we do now. So it's like to actually show someone. And then you click, it's like um, Latrice, like our like our tech um, manager on our team, kind of like got us used to that. It's so helpful, because I'm not techie. So like, if I'm like trying to figure out how to do a thing, we have like, you know, these sets of videos, like here's how you upload to da, da, da. Here's how you, you know, use whatever like tool or resource. And it's just so helpful, those short videos. I'm like, oh, that's how you use it yeah oh that's cute
0: well, that's what our designer agency. for the website shirley uses loom
1: mm, yes oh yes yes that's why. Right, that's right no but that's great having help having help is so good you sent me like a, an instagram post speaking of which can we like, talk about it yes can we i didn't
0: we have to oh. now i know you're not on ig like you used to be but did you were you aware of it before i sent you this no post? and so did it blow up Okay, it's it blew up on this person's page. So, this is and I actually shared it on our stories just to get okay. some quick feedback from our okay. our audience because mm-hmm. so this is a post that Tamika D Mallory posted. And if you have ever heard of the Women's March that happened in 2017 after the inauguration of He Who Must Not Be Named, Tamika was one of the founders of that march. And she has become – she's got over a million followers on Instagram. She's become um, a huge social activist. And she Mm -hmm. does amazing work. Like Mm -hmm. this woman is a bad, bad woman. And she – I mean in a good way. You know what I mean? Uh, She's amazing. And I feel what – what's it i i saw this just pop into my feed this post that she put up and i will i will read it to you guys too but my gut reaction was something about this does not set right with me um but before we get into it because it is you know she's g- been getting into into it It has over four thousand comments comments um, on her own page and it's starting to make the rounds on other black influencer pages but before we get into it because we do need to talk about it i think I just want to establish that I am not a huge fan of like cancel people because they said something a bit tone deaf or whatever. Like this woman yeah. has done so much for and still does. She just hosted an amazing event in Harlem that was free for kids and for families anyway. So this maybe was a misstep in my opinion, mm-hmm. but I don't think at all it takes away from her the body of work that she has done and how much good she has done. So that's my disclaimer. Mm-hmm. But here's so here's the post. It's one of those. Take a picture of a tweet and post it things. And she mm-hmm. says, IDK, who needs to hear this? But you're not overwhelmed. You are lazy and unorganized. Wake up earlier. Get an agenda book. Create a routine. Create boundaries. Say no. Stick to your schedule. Write down and adhere to your deadlines. You are standing in your own way. And her Mm -hmm. caption said, let me write a caption here because it seems people don't understand that every post is not for every person. There are many people who just need to focus on their plan, stay off the Internet and prioritize and stop being lazy. That's me at times. And this post is for you if you know you can do better.
1: And I will leave it there. And then she like she did an updated post just so, you know, like, I guess the the next post she said. She doubled down. Yes. When I read a post that says, I don't know who needs to hear this and then I read the post and it doesn't apply to me, I move on. I don't tell the person who's posting it they are are wrong about something they feel is important. Could it be that it hit you deep? Now, here's the thing. Here's what I say, right? You are free to post whatever you want, but also people are free to respond unless you turned off comments, right? And then two, I don't know, girl, because I have been on both sides We're definitely I'm, there's times when I've just been straight lazy, you know, Um, and there's times when I'm overwhelmed, not because I'm actually overworked. I'm overwhelmed because there's underlying um, stress that is actually causing me. Like, I know when I am feeling stressed, if one nap is not enough, like usually I take maybe like a 30, a 45 minute nap. But if I'm like, yo, I slept two hours today during the day and then I'm still tired and I'm tired again. One of the fastest ways that my body gives me an indication, Tiffany, you are stressed deeply. So borderline depressed is I am sleepy in a way that's unnatural. That's not me being lazy. That is my body saying, stop. We are, we are overwhelmed for whatever reason. It doesn't necessarily mean overwork, but we are overwhelmed and we are physically sl- slowing you down. I think she just missed the mark. I mean, I get what she's saying because certainly, you know, there are definitely times when it's like, you know, Tiffany, you really could do a little bit more or you could step up. But to say, here's the thing. It, I would have just, it would have hit better if it was like, sometimes we've all been lazy and we need to get organized, or wake up. But to say you're not overwhelmed, it's like you're making a judgment. You don't know that someone's not overwhelmed. You know, you don't know the cause of their overwhelm. It just... It's an easy, lazy post, and then to say, "Oh well, oh well, oh well," if it doesn't apply to you, it's like, "Well, it doesn't work that way, sis." You posted it publicly, so you get addressed publicly, and that's okay. That's just the way the world works. I can, I can freely speak and share, and people can freely give me their, um, their feedback. You know, so it it goes both ways. So I think that it was like kind of a misstep there. Although certainly sometimes, you know, we need a little kick in the behind, but I don't know yeah. that this is it. This is a thing. Um. And this is why I'm kind of
0: like, Tiffany, you were right to get off IG. Mm-hmm. Because this is the danger of being an IG and putting yourself, you're scrolling through social media landmines is how I feel it. And you don't know when you're going to hit one. And I know because as someone who ha- who deals with anxiety, not even... I'm, I'm, I I'm will fully, there's a spectrum of anxiety and I am on the border of having like a diagnosed um, anxiety disorder, but I have managed and have people in my life who truly have debilitating anxiety disorders that stem from things like sexual assault, being abused in the past, or they generally just have an anxiety disorder. And I put myself in the shoes of someone and, and having also dealt with my own anxiety who is just scrolling through their IG feed, and they see this. And this is where her intention doesn't really matter. Because the thing is, the person, even if she says this may not be for everybody, everybody is going to see it because you posted it publicly. And it's very, you say tough love, and I agree. I have said things like this to people that I love, a cousin, a sibling, I'm the tough love sibling in the family. Like I call it like it is. I'm like, You know, which I can do because I think that we have such a foundation of love and support and they know that it's coming from that place of love and support. And that's why I think that's where, like people that you know personally, I think you can give them that tough love. And you know, so it sounds like she knows some people, maybe three or four, or I don't know how many, who she should have texted this to privately. I do not think that the entire world and unsuspecting people who may have been scrolling on their IG feeds who follow her for her amazing work deserve to see something like this. Because I, I just, my heart breaks because even I have been someone who had to learn, who had to learn to be gentle with people who have anxiety and have mental health issues. I am someone who, you know, if you're walking too slow, I'm like, just hurry up. Your, your, your ankle hurts, you know, like and that's because I am so hard on myself for my own um, self-esteem issues. It's my own like I'm projecting my insecurity on someone else. You know what I mean? Now, where I have learned to be really empathetic to people is I've seen how a fucking to do list and an agenda book does not work. When you have an anxiety disorder, the problem is not that you don't know. I'm looking at this post and I'm like getting even angrier. Mm hmm. The problem isn't that they don't know how to do the things. Mm -hmm. It's that you can write down a list, step one through 10. And if step one is put on your shoes, they are still paralyzed, you Mm -hmm. know, and everything is overwhelming and laying on the couch or taking a walk or doing whatever, you know, putting their head under a pillow. That seems like the what their body needs at that time. And And
1: I just think it's so
0: ill-timed.
1: Right, like we it's we didn't, really, we didn't just never come out a good the time, panty, right? Yes. But meaning, like especially yes. now, especially now, are we gonna act like there's not collective trauma that we're all dealing with? You know, mm-hmm. we've seen people die in mass, right? Scared to go outside, like run, you know, running to get your mask every single time, worrying about your elderly parents or your grandma. You know, now kids are getting the Delta variant and dying. I saw a four year old just died. We didn't just have like these terrible storm systems that pass through. So I'm just saying like, literally there is a collective trauma that we are experiencing worldwide. You know, this is not good times. You know, the, the nineties when the, when the, when the economy is doing good worldwide. No, there is a collective trauma that we are experiencing as a human race, period. Right. There's no corner of the world that has not been experiencing some form of trauma as relates to what's happened with COVID. And so I just feel like, Although it's never a good time. It's especially ill time because sometimes people don't even know that they're experiencing trauma. Like literally, I won't know that like something is going on until like Superman will be like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, this is your third nap today. I'm like, it is, you know? And I'm like, or like, I'll just be sitting on the couch and I can't even keep my eyes open. And I'm like, but you slept last night, Tiffany. And I'm not, I'm weary, but not physically tired. Yeah, I just think like I hear you, sis. But well, then you have to hear us too. Like not nah, saying it.
0: Yeah. And remember that your words have so much power. How so could you forget? Power. How could you forget? You like can't that whole book be, be defensive mm-hmm. against that energy. And there's plenty of people who were like, yeah, I mean, they're thanking her for saying it. And I do think that people read this and they were like, yup. But I also I don't I don't think this is that much different and maybe I should think before I say this, I'm trying to think really fast, but remember Rachel Hollis, Ooh. when she came out her. and she said, do you think I'm trying to be relatable? Ooh, relatable,
1: yes. Was Harriet
0: was... Tubman relatable? Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> now her, it's a, it's very different. Rachel Hollis is white, da, da da you know, and she has that whole series called Girl, dot, 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 which is, you know, I think culturally appro- appropriating like a phrase that black women started. But anyway, and in this case, I just feel like it's almost as if she's saying, this wasn't for you. You know, if you're not, if you don't find this, if you don't enjoy what I'm saying, then it wasn't for you. So just keep it moving. You know, like I'm not trying to relate to everybody, but when you have a public platform, your words have matter and they, they matter and they have such a huge reach. And so I, I just fear for the people who are looking at that and and internalizing that same dialogue, which is that something is wrong with me. If I can't do things, I should have things everyone else should have. I mean, this is the peril of being on social media. And it is one of those, I think, digital landmines that just, it goes off. And I think if you're the one who planted it there, you have to take responsibility for that. I hate that it was her because she's wonderful and her work is so extraordinary. But I was disappointed. I really was
1: um, in how she handled the whole thing. Like, yeah, girl, like laziness is not, sometimes laziness is actually the symptom to a greater issue.
0: Isn't that what white people have been calling black people for so long? Mm-hmm. Or like wanting to think that we're just lazy? You know, yes. why are you complaining? Don't be a victim.
1: Why don't it's you like work that inter- hard?
0: It's like internalized racism, internalize patriarchy, internalize all the things that are manifesting yes. themselves in that. If you in would that just post. do
1: this, like I have a friend that created something and it was stolen from him. He's a, a black creator. It was stolen from him. And I'm like, you know, all the things they say, well, why don't, if you just worked hard, he did. He built something that was unique and brought it to market, it had connected with an advisor. The advisor knew wealthier folks, gave them back backroom access to the thing that he built. So they they were their engineers were able to recreate it, was able to raise $100 million for their project off his black back. And you'd be like, oh, well, maybe he went to school. He went to Harvard. I'm sorry. He went to Harvard. So all the things, you could check off all the lists, you can build something, you can work really hard, you can go to Harvard, you could do all those things, and someone can still come in and and take from you and create wealth from them for themselves off of you. Hello, hello, Elvis Presley. Hello, all the TikTokers that take all the dances from all the brown babies on TikTok, you know? And so, like, that is not something new. So I hate when people say that. Well, if black people just work harder, I'm like, you're kidding, right? You know, because that's not really what's happening. You know, it's possible to work hard and still be taken from and still be stolen from. I mean, this happened to me. And then what do you do then? How much harder am I supposed to work? I can't make miracles happen. You know, it's just like, yeah. I mean, so to see that, especially in the landscape that we're in now, that's why, like I said, you have to do what's best for you. I am a much better place than I was before. When I tell you... What right before this I was laid out for a nap. I was like, mm. and um, <laughs> I have a vacation planned in two weeks, and Ooh, then I have where a full, are we going? Yes, I'm going. So me and me and I was going husband. Or maybe <laughs> you don't want to say. <laughs> no, well I won't say. Well I will because you won't know where. But I'm just going go to go I, I was like, Superman. You know, I've never been to um, Niagara Falls. Let's go for three days. So just booked a Aww. quick three day jaunt mid midweek jaunt to like Niagara Falls, and then for my birthday I'm, I'm going to Hawaii action. for a week. Ooh. Huh?
0: Okay, mm-hmm. a little Jim and Pam office uh, moment. I don't know if you watch The Office. <laughs> I no, I don't. But some of us are not millennials and it shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. So, um, but yeah, Hawaii for my birthday. And I just told myself every other month, I'm going to, because literally I have Fridays off so I can leave Friday to Sunday. You know, bring a friend. I have so many points. So I just told myself I'm, I'm, I'm prioritizing the things that bring me joy. Reading books. Y'all know I take my daily walks. You know, I take my nap if I need it. You know, I was just talking to my publicist, Tracy, today. Shout out to you, Tracy. I should connect her with... Your friend. His name is Marisol? Marisa. Mar- you, Mar- listen, Marisa. you know
0: you have Marisa's resume, and I already connected you to her, so all you got to do
1: <clears throat> is just... um
0: <laughs> No, I should Better connect them. Her. She's, always she's, she's busy. Better get her.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, just to connect them two together, just to like, you know, just... I think it's oh, just yeah. I networking. think they would
0: get on great. Yeah. Yes. Tracy's got, got her, her own right. little... PR empire too.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> and so I, um, no, I just think that like, so she was saying today, she's like, you know, you don't have, you're not doing that much press anymore. And I'm like, no, you know, because I've, I've drawn a boundary of like, it's not that serious unless I'm really like rolling out a big project. So to me, it, that, you have to do what's right for you. For me, social media, you know, like, I don't know. And, you know, I don't see myself coming back the way I was before, you know, creating things ahead of time, giving it to the team. I come on to do like my fun lives when I want to and then I jump off and I'm I'm happier, I'm lighter, you know, I feel like I have way more space. I'm reading literally at least a book a week, if not two. Um, and like I'm just I'm just in a much better place in space. So Tamika Maury, I love you, girl, but this ain't it. And, you know, if you are feeling like, you know, maybe you're not as motivated, you know, ask yourself, what are the underlying factors that might be um preventing you from moving forward in the way that you feel is productive. You know? <laughs> Capitalism, mm-hmm. we, they create this, I mean, I think,
0: well, I mean, I just want to stay on this topic for a little bit because I we're kind of segueing into what it means to be even just a business owner or to go out on your own. And I yes. think, like, you've always been really good about realistic entrepreneur stories and about yeah. the struggle and about the grind. But I also think that there's a lot of people out there who have launched businesses and they think that, or you have this idea that if I'm not working 24-7, then I'm not doing enough, or I should be working on the weekends. And I feel like it's the I've had the benefit of watching people like you build your business and also having um, my financial planner, Helen has an even broader um, service where she actually coaches and helps people become CEOs. And what I love is that I I have when I've approached my business is I've taken I've decided I'm not going to sacrifice my mental health. I'm, I want a better way of working. You know, I don't want to work when I don't need to. I, I want to be able to choose how I spend my time. And, to, and like you said, like, it's okay to take care of yourself and you can still be a badass business person, like a businesswoman, business person, when you take naps, when you take a walk, you know, when you draw those lines. And we need more examples like that. So I'm so glad that you're open about it. I am a four, I quit at four o'clock and I love it so much. Yes. I was already kind of doing it before, but now I don't have to feel guilty about it because yes. I'm the boss, you know?
1: <laughs> it doesn't I take feel dope, dope to be like, long let weekends. me see what my boss say. Oh, that's right. It's me. <laughs> yes.
0: Just that now. And and yes, and I, I, I the flexible working re- arrangements now that you can work remote, I think it is wonderful and hopefully- Girl. Yes. And take those naps during the day. And, and I would literally, even when I was nine to five, like schedule an hour. And I, you know, I have my nap, my, my, my moon pod down yes. here, my little nap zone. I, mm-hmm. I would take a nap unapologetically around three o'clock. Cause it's like, what am I going to do? Drug myself with caffeine? Like, I just, I'm not doing it. There's millions of people. We've just normalized drugging ourselves
1: to get through the day when what our bodies need is some rest, you know? Cause what you learn is this, is that if you maximize the time that you are working, you actually don't have to work as much. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that, Say like, so for example, <laughs> if I was if I was writing, like when I was writing Get Go With Money, right? There were times when I was like, oh, Tiffany, I got to push through. And I'd be like, well, when does it do? Because I promise you, whatever this tired work thing is, you're going to have to rewrite this section because it's not going to be good work. So I've learned mm-hmm. to lean in when I'm feeling energized Like, so if I know I can, I'm feeling energized and normally I maybe only blocked out an hour. I'm like, let's do three, Tiffany, because you got the juice right now. Because tomorrow when you don't feel like doing anything, I don't do anything. You know, so that's what I've really learned. It's almost like my own circadian rhythm as it relates to work, not just just sleep, right? So I learned that when I'm on it, I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, juices are flowing. I might flow for three days straight. And so I'll really go hard because I know that like, you know, Saturday, Sunday or Monday or sometimes I just like, like today, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't really like... I was like, yeah, you know, but because last week I leaned in when I had the juice, it gives me space to relax when I don't. Because what, what it is is that something internally is telling me pull back and relax. And it's okay to honor that. Now, to be honest, it's different. I always remind um, uh, Tracy, uh, my publicist, because she's just started in business. And so I remind her to, that she has to create space. But that looks different because you... Like in the beginning, the work is a little bit, a little bit more frantic. I'm not even going to lie. Like there's no way to get around that in the beginning because you don't even know what you're doing just yet. You know, you're still figuring it out and, but still really trying to carve out space, you know. Um, whereas now I don't need to work frantically, literally at all. Like I'm like, girl, what do I pay these people for? I pay the I pay the people to for franticness. You know, like, and I pay them well. And so I, it, yo, because Tracy will come over and like like, work for my house. And like literally, she'll be like, you're just on the couch under a blanket. I'm like, girl, I'm listening to to um to my new business book. I'm reading this book now called Built to Sell. And it's so great. And I'm like, I am working. I'm just working in my my favorite Target night dress and my headphones <laughs>
0: looking out the window.
1: It's just like,
0: this is I, what <laughs> a self-made
1: CEO can look like. Girl. And honestly, when Why I tell you, when dream? you do that- I promise you the, after my six weeks, the level of just like excitement and Tracy's like, you've been on one. I have been that break recharged me so fully. It took my idea from like, this is eight figures to pitching it. And people telling me like, when it's ready, this is nine figures. You let me know. And I'm like, really? You know, like that taking time and giving yourself space truly is the best way to success. That overworking yourself just means whatever ideas and things you come up with are tired and semi-broken. And so like you take a break before you break. You know, that's Mm -hmm. always my advice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we sat with that for a while. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Tamika, but think about your words and think about who your audience is, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you have three to four people who need some tough love, just whatever happened to texting or calling. That's what group chat is for. That's what group chat is for. (laughs) Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. not guaranteed cash reserve offered through betterment llc and betterment securities betterment is not a bank should we do a should we do a breaky or a boosty
1: what you think yes it's now it's time for a break and boost and boost and break or break or boost or break or boost yeah i
0: think i'm, I'm gonna, gonna boost
1: I'm, I'm gonna boost too <laughs> i'm gonna boost i have two two little light boosts two little light boosts okay you mm-hmm. want to go first Sure. So first boost is, so y'all know my book hit New York Times bestsellers list, but Penguin had printed like 85,000 copies of the book, meaning that like when you went to go get it, the sticker wasn't on. And I'm like, well, it's not a sticker, you know, it's like, you know, and I'm like, when is it coming out? So I just got an email today saying, Tiffany, now that you've sold 90,000 plus copies of this book, Root, root. like we finally have gotten rid of like you know those like those book covers so it's they're gone yeah. and so we have the new book in the warehouse so you should see them start to trickle into your local store so if you haven't already like of course they're in barnes and nobles but they're recently in target and i think just for this month so head on to your local target they should be everywhere and it was so hard to get to target because ooh, target is bougie honey uh, yeah. plus they and don't have shop yeah, yeah. They don't have much shelf space, so the fact that I'm in Target is like woohoo. So go to your local Target, pick it up. It won't have the sticker on it just yet, but in the next like a month or so. So I cannot wait to like see like you know. So you're with about money. to hit 100k then? Like I know we yeah tomorrow today? No, I think probably <laughs> I I would say by November we'll hit 100k in our first year. It hasn't even been a full year. Honestly, we're not even gonna it's been like two that's months. Just, Are you? That's I mean that's just Tiffany. Not, no, that's not. But I know. I know. All right. I know, so I'm so freaking that's one. And then I found out. I mean, maybe I'm the only one. I didn't realize that people be doing fake um, reviews on Amazon. I guess I kind of thought, but I never really thought. I didn't oh, realize. Oh yeah. So I was watching this um, CNBC special on YouTube because I'm apt to just watch random like you know videos, and they were like 35. Percent they estimate 35 percent or more of reviews on Amazon are fake. I'm like, what? No. So I was like, well, what can we do? So they mentioned there's this um, this tool. It's totally free. It's called FakeSpot. So FakeSpot.com. They're not, you know, we're not, you know, they're not paying me nothing. But I just, so I downloaded it to my phone. It's one of those, those extensions. Not ex- from my phone, to my computer. But I think you could do it on your phone too. So I was like, let me go to Amazon. So you put it on there and like, you know, if you put FakeSpot on and you look at Get Good With Money and they're like, this is an A. You know, 90% of the reviews here are real reviews. I'm like, try 100%, but that's okay, hater. But then you go to like, for example... <laughs> I didn't know this, but Nike broke their relationship with Amazon and said, no more, no more Nikes for you because you guys can't mm. seem to keep fake Nikes off your site. So I was like, really? But I see Nikes on Amazon all the time and they'd be having like 50,000 five-star reviews. So I pulled up one of those. I put a Nike Air Force Ones and you look and I'm like, oh my God, Fake Spot gets it, gives it an F and it says that like 85% of these reviews are false. So what happens is they go to countries where, you know, people have like these, um, these review farms, and literally, they just had people sit, log into a new Amazon account, five star, log into another one, five star, log into another one, five star. And I'm like, what? It is life. Fake spot is life changing because I would wonder why. I'm like, I would order something and I'm like, what? this thing is trash, but it had like 10,000 five star reviews. Those were fake, those were bought. And I just, I, I don't, you know, I feel like such a kid, like, how did I not know? You know, because I be mean, like, you know, you look at the reviews and someone would be like, how did it get so many great reviews? Because I bought it and, it and it broke within two days. It's because they're fake. But I love Fake Spot because literally as soon as you pull up Amazon and you go on whatever book or T-shirt or whatever you're trying to buy, Fake Spot puts a little grade next to it. And if you want a deeper dive, you can click anal- Analyze Review. So you're welcome. Fake Spot is going to save your coin, sis. It's going to cool. Thank you for that. Because it's always mm. annoying
0: to re- send Amazon packages back too if you yes. don't like it. Sometimes they don't even take it back. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Fake spot. Spot like on a dog. Spot.com.
1: Docum. Docum. Man, it's like, let me write that down.
0: <laughs> let me write. Mm-hmm. You know, I take my notes. What do I have so far today? <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to do a quick boost too. I wanted to shout out uh, Tarana Burke because her book, Unbound. Yay is coming out this week and she's been all over. I there's yeah. a really good interview with her the Larry the Larry Wilmore um, podcast Black in Business okay. where she and Larry talk about just a lot of like nuanced questions and how she even had to put Trevor Noah in his place about Ooh. how he Verbal, he, he turned me too into a verb and basically said, oh, I was afraid someone got me too'd and how mm. she had to like, you know, tell him what was what. And it was a great conversation. But I'm so excited to get this book, Unbound. I wish it was coming out tomorrow, which is going to be yesterday when you guys listen, Tuesday on the 14th. So yes. there hasn't been a book since Tiffany's that I've been this excited about. So <laughs> I wanted to awesome. shout I've,
1: that out. I've met her in person and she is just like so dope. So like. Just chill. And like, first of all, the cover is absolutely beautiful. Yes. Um, yes. That's awesome. I feel like I could stare at her face.
0: It's so, her face is so unique and beautiful, and I could just like look at it all the time. So I'm glad that her face is on the cover, too. Mm-hmm. I know you, we've talked about that before. Shouts out to her and shouts out to a, I want to start like shouting out little black business, little black, bu- small black <laughs> businesses. <laughs> and this is one that I've, I just used and I discovered her. She's in Charlotte, North Carolina, and her business is called Hummingbird Candle Company. Ooh. And I got the most delicious scented candles from her. One of the things, that I'm deciding to spend more money on is candles because I don't want to do the cheapy ones from Home Goods anymore. I'm just trying to like bouge it up a little bit and buy myself nice things. And her scents are so unique. And she has the cute, I mean, and she was basically told, do not start a candle business. It'll never be. It'll never be profitable, and she's just blown up, and some of her stuff has gone viral. So check her out, Hummingbird Candle Company. And I didn't write down her name, which is really annoying, but I'm going to Google it right now. I like
1: that name, Hummingbird Candle Company. I like yeah. it.
0: Wait, is it? Oh, I think I said Charlotte. It's Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville.
1: But adorable. We
0: will put a a link to their shop in our show notes.
1: Okay. Yes, I do. Like, again, I feel like we used to shout out, like, Black— um, Small black businesses, so yeah if if there's something that we like, we should for sure' well, we shout them out, you said my skin is looking okay, so there's this um yes. black business that they make natural like health and beauty products it 's called the butter bar, so unfortunately Ooh, yeah you've
0: mentioned the butter bar before they're
1: amazing, honestly, and unfortunately, their um founder, um I think her name was Kim, but they, she yeah. passed away um last year she'd been ill for some time, and it's my understanding that she started the butter bar in an effort to make sure that she had like healthy like natural products. But when I tell you, now it's not for everyone because my skin is normal to dry. And so a lot of their stuff is like kind of like oil-based and things. So, but it's just a perfect match for my skin. I mean, it is, I never had terrible skin, but it was like, as you get a little old, you get a little drier. My, this, this is me, not a not a stitch of makeup. And <laughs> it is, it has transformed my skin. And I'm not one of them, like, you know, like, like my friend, um, Felicia, she's got this Instagram account called This That Beauty. So if you are, you know, woman in her 30s and 40s and beyond, Felicia is, you know, her skin is amazing and she kind of shows you all these different products and services and things. But she's fancy skin lady. I don't do all that. Like I'm like, tell me where to wash my face, tell me what to, you know, slap on a moisturizer and maybe a serum. But the butter bar got me all the way together. I mean, People stop me and they're like, "Oh, Tiffany. I'm like, it was not looking like this before. Thanks, Butter Bar. And it's beautiful. So
0: They're also a fun account to follow on IG. They do yes. butt facials and I <laughs> yeah. kind of find them addicting to watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: if I believe in them, but they look... Actually, I might hit them up while I'm in Atlanta because I know they have a location.
1: Yes, but anyway. they get something. If you could get Butter one Bar. thing from Butter Bar, I would tell you, get the melon in. It's a serum. So when you wash your face, it's supposed to be washed toner serum moisturizer so wash toner serum moisturizer so i can only get one thing from butter bar a hundred percent it would be the melon in it's like this orangey yellow serum omg it's not cheap now you know me like you know i could be a little budget i don't think you should skimp on your uh no your it products. is worth its weight and go like i literally get two i put them in the refrigerator um let's like the ones because it's all natural the ones i'm not using and i have i even got one of those little mini refrigerators to keep upstairs oh that's right. Yeah. You do have a lot of stairs at your house. <laughs> so it's they're, they're my oh they're my butter bar skin on um on IG my butter bar skin. But yeah, they're oh awesome.
0: I love it. Okay,
1: thanks for reminding me about them.
0: All right, y'all. Well, I hope y'all have a wonderful Brown Ambition Wednesday. We'll see y'all next week. Tiffany, we need to figure out our vacation dates so that we figure out what's gonna happen to the show
1: while we're gone. Well, no, like the one I'm gonna is during the week. So, but it's only probably my birthday week that's kind of like. But yeah,
0: stay black, y'all, and brown. All right, we'll see y'all. Well, not next week, Friday. We'll see you Friday for Friday. Yeah, B-A-Q-A. B-A-Q-N-A.